Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we look at anxiety through a comedy lens, now with expert advice. I'm Andrew Chavon. And I'm Stephen Rogers. We're going to do the show we usually do, where Stephen and I tell us what made us anxious this week, we make jokes, and now we have a PhD licensed, 30 years experienced therapist that listens in and gives us advice on what we just talked about. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's uh, crazy that it took us this long to think of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it, I think it's a great addition. We want to know what you guys think. Yes, please let us know. Uh, th- this one's fun. We uh, talk about how we both recently struggled with sleep issues. And we get advice on a handle that. That is wonderful. <laughs> advice we've never gotten before. That we needed. <laughs> and we also talk about how I had a lot of anxiety going on a boat and an awkward social situation. Yes. And we get into anxiety topics from the listeners, such as the struggles of nursing. It, should you follow celebrities on social media when they talk about politics and it doesn't match your views? And going to the doctors with an older relative. And how to handle all of that. With, again... Expert advice. <laughs> so it's great. Please like, share, subscribe, leave us an iTunes review, email us, panicattackingpodcast at gmail.com. We have a live show this coming Saturday, August 15th on Zoom. DM our Instagram or Twitter for the link. It's going to be a fun show. We've got Ron on Hirschberg and Leah Bonama, both who have late nights. Very funny. The show's free, socially distanced because it's in the internet. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. It's going to be all stand-up. Steve and I are going to joke. We're going to use pictures, and it's, it's going to be a good time. We can't wait. We're so excited. So we can't wait for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is, everybody. Enjoy the music. Enjoy the music. Starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Yeah, me too. Am I gonna, am I gonna die? Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking the Podcast about anxiety through a comedy lens now with an expert opinion yes it, this is a new uh, experiment of the format uh we wanted to give it a try it was andrew's idea i think it's wonderful and uh some of the patreon members know this already uh andrew you take it away so we steven and i always talk about what makes us anxious we joke about it we give each other advice yeah but we never give each other professional advice <laughs> right so that's what gave me this idea we we uh, uh contracted a professional therapist who's listening in on our conversations yeah. and we're gonna go to her for feedback she is literally here in we have her on zoom listening to us right now as we speak yeah so steve and i are in the same room talking to each other it feels like we're bugged (laughs) (laughs) it does it does because i'm looking at you but my body language is tilted to like there's a third person at the table yeah because i'm too yeah i'm like looking at the screen looking at you yeah so uh yeah we're why don't you uh do take care of the introductions here so we want to introduce our professional of the day. Please welcome Dr. Deb. Do- Dr. Dr. Deb, hello. Hi, how are you doing today? 
Good. So we, uh, wanna, uh, it's exciting to be here. I'm looking forward for to here. this. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for bringing your expertise to the show to uh, to nervous people. Oh, my pleasure. I listen to the podcast a lot, and it's I think it's a great podcast. Yeah, that's oh, how. Thank you. That's how we got you because you're a fan, so your rate was really low. <laughs> uh, can, we are worried about your taste. <laughs> uh, can you uh, give give the audience some credentials that you have? Uh, sure. Uh, I have a PhD and uh, been That's a therapist good. for uh, 30 years about. Oh and uh, one of my specialties is anxiety. Uh, using uh, cognitive behavioral techniques and cognitive processing. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, this is all new to me. I don't know that. I got to be honest, that made me more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know half of those words. <laughs> yeah. This is why we have the expert. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what's bothering you? And I'm like, that I can't spell cognitive. Yeah. <laughs> I need to Google five of those words in that sentence. Wow. Well, thank you for being here. This is very exciting, and uh, we appreciate you willing to uh, try this out with us. Oh, it's fun. So we're going to do the regular format, which we've been doing for a year, A year, where me and Stephen are going to talk about what made us anxious this week. We're going to do our thing, and then we're going to go to you for, for the professional advice. And at the end of the episode, we had listeners send us in their, what makes them their anxious this week, and we're going to get into that, too. Oh, that'll be fun. Okay. So, we're going we're gonna to check back with you later, Dr. Deb. And now we're seamlessly going to go into an organic conversation with each other. <laughs> this is... You guys are watching history be made. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so, how are you? Oh, I got to be honest. To last night, I had slept the worst. I have slept... Probably all year. I got one hour of sleep. Oh, my God. And I'll talk you through what happened. Please. I get into bed at, at midnight, yeah. feeling tired. I, I, I talk so far. <laughs> As I would. <laughs> I close my eyes. Immediately, I think about this, the, like, that I haven't done anything all of quarantine. Oh, God. Yeah. And and I think about that for an hour. I think about, oh my God, I could have done this. I could have done that. My eyes shoot open and I just take out my phone and I'm like, well, let me see what's going on here. <laughs> I, go, I go on Instagram for an hour, an hour. And then I close my eyes and I just roll around for an hour. Yeah. And then I open up my phone again. <laughs> You're taking reps. Uh, yeah. It's like I'm at the gym. <laughs> the unhealthiest gym on earth <laughs> you're like hey i haven't done anything all quarantine let me look at photos of people doing things during the quarantine <laughs> FOMO life so let me see do a picture of somebody with a really successful hobby yeah like a slideshow of what made me <laughs> yeah really that's what it was it kept adding to it <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> wow instagram was really tinder yeah <laughs> for the flames <laughs> yeah it's gasoline uh so then this is my so i put the phone away and i was like i think my problem is uh i need to lay on the other side of the bed so i put my feet where my my head was and my head where my feet was rolled around again and then took out my phone i couldn't help myself 
<laughs> and then I did this until, uh, and, and then, and then what, the next thing that made me upset was that I can't sleep. I, I wasted, I wasted four hours. Four. Yeah. From, from 12 to 12 four. 12 to four. Cause I did an hour of rolling around, hour of phone, hour rolling around, hour of phone. And then I started getting upset because we have the podcast today and i'm like it's the new format it'll be all sleeping <laughs> so i rolled around more no kidding <sighs> 7 30 the sun's in my face i kind of drift off wow was it was it the comfort of of the day is here it was just exhaustion i think well <laughs> <laughs> so beat myself up for i go into, i get into bed at, at midnight feeling tired <laughs> <laughs> Like sun comes up, feeling tired, <laughs> go to bed. I went seven rounds with my brain. Wow, wow. It's like 12 rounds in the movie. <laughs> the prequel. And then I woke up early. I woke up at... You woke up early? You went to bed early. I went to bed early. I really got ahead of myself. Man. I, I woke up at like 10, so I slept... You slept three hours? Three hours at the most. I think I actually slept... I think I gave I gave myself more credit. I think I, I did fall asleep around like nine or something. Man. So I'm jacked up on coffee. I've been uh tried to take a nap. I couldn't. Once I'm up, I'm up. Right. I'm the same way. I uh also had the worst sleep of my life last night. No way! Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> No joke. Oh my God, we gotta say maybe that's why I couldn't sleep. We were, <laughs> we're mind melded. Yeah. We we were both tossing and turning at the same moon. <laughs> I was turning one way, you were turning the other. In, in a in a movie, they would have edited it where we were in the same bed, put the <laughs> lines down the middle. When I when I put my head where my feet is, you put your yeah, feet exactly. where your head is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you every, when I hit my pillow, it's when you wake up. <laughs> Yeah, one of us can only be awake at the same time. <laughs> God. I um worst sleep ever. And uh I put on so I I was on the road in North Carolina. Yeah. And I'm in my hotel room and too dark when the lights are off in my hotel room. Usually my apartment is lit by New York City. So there's like yeah. Street lights. Yeah, you hear a guy getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah, my, my white noise. You hear a guy go, give me your wallet. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, time for bed. <laughs> it's like my babbling brook. <laughs> you hear a, a car door, a car, a car windshield shatter and somebody crawling through it. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so like... Usually this, the the lights of New York City fill my room, and it's like it's like peaceful to me at this point. Right. So I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. When I turn the lights off in my hotel, pitch black. Wow. So I have my laptop on, uh, just on. I put it on Disney Plus. Okay. Because I'm like, I need some sound and light. And I didn't want to put on the, the hotel TV because I didn't want to touch the remote. Oh, my God. Because it's the dirtiest thing in a hotel uh, and, room. And normally, yeah, they're dirty before Corona. Yeah. So I'm sure they're getting clean the most, but I didn't touch it once. So I have the laptop in bed with me. Uh, and I have, 
I put it on uh, some anim- it was an animated X Men TV show. I was like, whatever. This is oh. just I'm not gonna watch it. I'm into that. I am into it too, but I'm like, yeah, it'll just be playing in the background and or whatever. The episode's about a guy who can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's his power. <laughs> My power is to toss <laughs> I'm, and turn. <laughs> I'm I'm Mr. Nocturnal. <laughs> Uh, so uh i uh i i start to fall asleep now i'm sweaty so i i stick my leg out and now i'm too cold and now and i'm not sick or anything like and then i'm tossing and turning i'm sweaty i uh i I, the pillow one pillow is too hard one pillow is too soft yep i'll do that yeah and then i roll over and and at one point of the x-men show it shows this drove me insane. It shows Nightcrawler, which do you know who Nightcrawler is? Pretty so, ironic because it's a <laughs> That's what I was. Yeah. I was the Night Turner. <laughs> You're a night I want a sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> we're a superhero team, uh, toss and turn. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I it shows Nightcrawler who if you don't watch X-Men or have never seen the movies, he's a blue guy <laughs> with elf ears and a devil tail. And he and already is a mutant by looking at him. Like that's I know, the he, race he's got the short are. end of the stick because all the other ones are like hot dudes, hot chicks. Yeah. yeah. They could walk around, go to a bar. Yeah. Drink and hang out. This guy walks in a bar. People are like, ah! Yeah, he's a mutant. <laughs> I bet you fifty bucks. So but even if you wore like a coat, yeah, people will be like, "Your face is really scary." <laughs> so, and he, and his ability is to teleport. So in the show, as I, I this is all I heard before I went to sleep, and I remember going, "What the hell?" Is they show him? He's a blue guy with elf ears, devil tail, and they go, "So what's your power?" And I'm like, he's already, you can tell he's a mutant. Yeah, he has the power to look like a freak. <laughs> well, I look like a blue devil. <laughs> that'd be like, that'd be funny. He goes to the X-Men meeting. So are you a mutant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I just got really tan over the weekend. <laughs> and when I get tan, I turn blue and my tail grows. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Arrested Development. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Blue Man group. Yeah. I do that on Same reference. Week. I know, yeah, but in case you didn't know what the show was. But uh, no, I just like that it was the same. Uh, it made me nerd out a little bit. Anyways. I should have put something on. You know what was in my head all night? I couldn't sleep at all last night. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I've been tossing and turning for no freaking reason. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I could have done anything else <laughs> during this time. But I'm tossing and turning. I, the, the trick I've heard is the is just uh count and i think it's count to 10 and breathe in like so you breathe in for one and exhale for two breathe in for three exhale for four breathe in and then until you get to 10 that's making me tired just listening to that (laughs) you said that in like a hypnotist cadence (laughs) i was really just telling you a story and you're like this is so boring i could i could go to sleep You really, really mess with me just now. So then I get on the. You should, you should get invest in a pocket watch. 
shake it back and forth and then yeah. fo- follow me home I, so I could go to sleep. So let me tell you about my day. <laughs> I'm just swinging the watch. So then I get on the, the you plane. Look, you look at your watch like, oh my God, I'm late. I'm late for my next hypnotist appointment. I'm late, I'm late for my nap. <laughs> I, uh, I get on the, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll sleep on the plane. And uh, I, I always say that. Yeah. But any flight before this, my adrenaline's through the roof and I don't sleep. Because you're afraid of flying. Yeah. But now it's like, maybe I'll sleep on the plane. That makes me scared in a normal situation. <laughs> but now I have to wear a mask and not touch anything. Let me, but you know what makes me tired? Uh, the fear of death. So that really knocks me out. Yeah. You know what makes me sleepy? Permanent sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thought of never ending slumber. Yeah. This will get my, my Under eyes the earth, closed. In the my, middle, <laughs> middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this will close my eyes, closing them forever. <laughs> you know, it close, really gets me sleepy. The thought of uh, waking up next to uh, splattered against a mountain. <laughs> oh, man. A wow. charred body <laughs> really, really puts me in the sleep mood. Oh, man. Wow, we had the same thing. <laughs> That's and, so crazy. Yeah, and I fell asleep waiting for you. You weren't even late, <laughs> but I, I, I got here today, unpacked, and then you're coming over to record, Yeah, and I'm like, I'll lay on the couch until Andrew gets here, and then you're like, I'm going to be 15 minutes late, and then I fell asleep. You fell asleep for 15 minutes? Maybe five, Well, not 10. We, I scheduled this at two when I texted you at 10, because I wanted to fact, like, give myself a chance to nap. Of course. But you know what happened? Hmm. Laid down, just looked at my phone. <laughs> extended the waste of time <laughs> you're following sleep accounts on instagram <laughs> look at all those people doing what i want to do i'm looking at yeah all the, I'm, I, I just search tweets for well rested wow i slept great <laughs> and you're like ah! damn you all <laughs> i wish i had what they don't what i wish they had I, I can't even say what i i mean you're too tired i'm too tired <laughs> i wish i had what they have you know what I do love about being overtired is how much you, at least for me, it makes me giggly. Yeah. And everything's funnier because I'm so exhausted. And it takes out that initial hesitance of anxiety because yes. I'm, I'm too sleepy to care Oh yeah, I what think I'm saying. True. You're like your real self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said in the acting class I took for six months. They said, oh, you're tired? Great. You're going to do your best. I was like, huh? I'm like sleeping on stage. It sounds like, <laughs> sounds like they were just out of things to tell you. Yeah, really. They're like, we need to take this guy's money somehow. We already taught him how to say a monologue. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, and I think what mess, sim- similar thing to you, how you were in a different environment. Yeah. Maddie got these new blackout curtains that she said. We used to have black curtains that came at the apartment. They're black. They're ugly. Yeah. So she ordered these like blue ones. Yeah. She said we're blackout. I put them up and the other side is white. So the sun comes in and the moon and, and the streetlights come in, bounce off the white part and go on the side of the room. So the room is brighter now with a more blackout curtain. <laughs> it's like uh it's like the movie The Mummy, how they light up the temple, how they light up the pyramids. It's like a series of mirrors. What's going on? So I think that might have done it. It was like super bright. Can you turn them around? 
I, 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 yeah, but then they don't match the apartment. <laughs> and it's still blue. It's still, I'm thinking about hanging up the black ones as kind of a buffer between the window and the new ones. But wow. Double curtained. I need it. Or I'm going to, it's like a two ply. <laughs> you pay extra for those. Yeah. You, you know, it's a, uh, it's more expensive, but the roll lasts longer. <laughs> All right. With that, uh, I think let's, let's should we turn into our wait, expert? Wait, do you do you uh, shut the curtains front to back or back to front? <laughs> <laughs> I just wipe it once and don't don't risk it. Uh, yeah, let's let's check in with Doctor Deb on uh, on the the sleep issues. Yeah, what do you think, Doctor? <laughs> well, uh, that's interesting that you both had issues at the same time. Isn't that so, crazy? <laughs> uh, well, uh, one of the things that you said is that you had trouble sleeping and then you went on your phone and there is research that shows that that type of light is going to wake up the brain. Ugh. So by putting on your phone, you're actually altering that, you know, normal circadian rhythm and it wakes you up. Well, that explains so, the rhythm I had. Wow. <laughs> circadian and, then, and then you, uh, did it again. So, uh, you know, you don't want to be exposing yourself to that type of light. No one wants uh, to expose couple, themselves. A couple hours Illegal. before before you plan to go to bed. So, man, well, um, mom had or Doctor Deb. Doctor Deb. Is the jig up? Is it, oh man! Is no, it, is I this, mean, this is, uh, Andrew, was it my tone? Did I sound mommy-ish by telling you to not use? Uh, I don't think you did. I, I, it wasn't your tone. I just have issues. Well, I think a therapist yeah. is my mom. He calls every therapist mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We just give it up. This is, this uh, is my mom. Uh, she is a therapist. Yeah, we'll say it in this one and never do it again. Okay. Uh, that because that laughs too good. That like, that's too, gonna kill. Too a moment. <laughs> we told ourselves we're gonna treat her just like a professional, but it is my mom. We can still do that, but well, yeah, she yeah, is a professional, well, but she is also my mom. Yes. Well, you have to. You're the only one here that has to learn to call her Doctor Deb. <laughs> well, and I'm also tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. So. But actually, uh, that screen light uh, does uh, disturb sleep. So you want to not be on your screen at least two hours before you go to bed. Oh, well, that's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. do it. Read. You were well, reading for a while. Uh, I know. God. Well, some Boy. phones have that filter so that you only have blue light. Uh, so you could, I think it's blue light. Oh, is it that like moon setting? Yeah. No, you that, want that to, just makes your you, text not buzz. Yeah, no, you want no, to, like yeah, a, but you can change the light from your screen. Um, but, Darn it. but you, uh, even, why didn't I know about that earlier? <laughs> well, this is the part, this is what, this is what we have here, here for. Oh, God, I thought it was mental device, not tech center. <laughs> well, but. Uh, just take a look at your phone and, and look at how you can set the lighting at night because uh, uh, I don't know the technical term. Months of agony. Or, yeah, I don't know. I want. I don't know the technical term, but 
She's anyway, also, so then, the, then she's the, like, the, also, if you want service in this area, you're gonna have to hit this button. <laughs> also, also, there's a button on the side of your head. If you press it, you can fall asleep. If you hit your well, nose and your ear at the same time, your brain resets. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and if you hit your nose and your chin, it takes a screenshot. So, just, well, just try to yeah, do that. That would that that's kind of mine. thing would put me out of business, oh. though. So that's not good. Uh, um. Uh, oh. The other thing, the other thing is when you uh, are checking on your phone and you go to the social media, you're you're telling your brain you might miss something, right? And if we tell our brain, "Oh my God, I'm going to miss something. I got to mm -hmm. check on what other people are doing," yep. that that's going to wake you up and keep you from going to sleep. And I'll, I'll explain why in a minute because I just want to address what Stephen said. Um, about it being too dark uh, to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, for the best sleep ever, we want it as dark as possible. Uh, but for people who have anxiety, they might not like a, a little bit of light. So when you travel, you could get a nightlight and uh, put it out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And wow. um, I know that's exactly what I use the television for. Oh yeah. I I have a nightlight and you know optionally a blankie and uh and a teddy. <laughs> I have a mini teddy. <laughs> I go to the <laughs> I go to the salon to get a mini teddy. <laughs> I I do use that I I agree. I I think it's my cheap way of and also uh not to have to carry one around on on the road and stuff uh, I, I used the television as a as a nightlight but I've never really admitted that to myself until this moment wow yeah well people with anxiety use the television not just for the light but also for the distraction um, the comfort of having a noise that will obscure other noises like mm. if you listen to TV you don't worry about the floor cracking or somebody right. walking by yeah. the hotel room You've kind of got yeah. a built-in uh, excuse for the the noise. Wow, yeah, Doctor Dev, but, you are quite the expert. I got to tell you, <laughs> this, this is, is the best some, advice. I know. I want to keep. I got to tell you what else I set up due to my hotel room to feel better. I've blocked the door with what? Anything that will make a noise. If the door were to open, it would knock it over, so I could hear it. Do you do the chain too? I do the lock and the and everything, but. Uh, I usually like if the closet is near the door entering the hotel room, I open the closet door so that if they broke through the door and somehow I was still asleep, it would hit the closet door and make more noise. So it would wake me up. I guess I just want to be awake when they kill me. You you tie uh, the iron uh, on a rope <laughs> and hang it precariously over the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a jar. So when they open it, it just swings and it hits them. <laughs> you put a, a, a it sucks a traveling. Iron, you put a high <laughs> iron on the the doorknob. It sucks traveling with all those paint cans <laughs> <laughs> and the micro machines. Yeah. Well, uh, that's actually a good idea um, because it, if you fix it so that you're what you're saying and and what you can do for your anxiety is to say okay i'm doing this 
so that I can go to sleep because this noise will wake me up and protect yeah. me. But but you have to put it that way. You don't want to say, I have to do this uh, right. because something bad's going to happen. You right. say, I can take care of myself by doing this. I can sleep really soundly and not have to worry about anything. Oh, I'll that's be, wonderful. I'll be woken up. So you, you want to, Stephen, you, you sometimes mention, you know, positive affirmations. And that's what you want to do when you do that task. Wow. Wow. Thank you. I never, I never told people, uh, <laughs> this is so helpful. Thank you. That's where my joke came from. That's in the Colbert about the messy yeah. apartment. Remember, we worked on that one and it was not working it for the longest working. time. Yeah, yeah. And I think you changed like two words and, yeah. and then it became TV worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what that's all about is that hotel thing. That's so cool. That's great. I'll start uh, talking to myself like that. Thank you. Well, um, have you two heard of the lizard brain? The part yes. of your brain that's the lizard brain. So it's your primitive brain. And that's where you get the fight or flight, the fear, and you protect yourself from fear. Right? So the lizard brain, um, it doesn't have common sense. It's there all the time, turned on all the time to protect us. Mm-hmm. And our thinking part of the brain uh, is a little slower than the, um, the lizard brain. So if the lizard brain says something bad's going to happen, we automatically have that anxiety reaction, you know, the increased pulse rate. Oh, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, I feel that the, in the middle of the night sometimes. My right. Going up. Right. So it takes our thinking part of the brain to say, oh, no, that's nothing bad, but there's always a delay, right? Right. And so if you're sleepy or uh, if you're sleepy, it's not, your thinking brain's not going to be able to effectively counteract it. Oh, my God, man. That's really eye-opening. Wow. <laughs> the lizard brain really comes to life at night. Yeah. That, that comes out of the the lizard hole or whatever the lizard uh, I, uh, yeah. my lizard yeah. brain wears sunglasses at night <laughs> uh my lizard yeah. brain is in a couple of budweiser commercials yeah it, it's pretty disruptive <laughs> and then what we end up doing is is uh what andrew was saying uh i i think it, that uh oh i gotta get to sleep all these hours are going by yes. right I, yes uh, you're actually agitating the lizard brain. Oh my so, wow. What the heck? So is now taking note of all that, but with people with anxiety, is their lizard brain louder than other people? Like, cause sometimes that can happen during the day. Oh yes. It, the, it's not that it's louder, but it has, uh, um, miss, it's got missed signals, right? So mm. it takes like missing the school bus, for example, and that's the same, or being late for work, that's the same catastrophe to the lizard brain as uh, uh, something drastic happening. Right, like I'm being attacked. Yes. Wow. So, because it's it's conditioned right so Mm -hmm. it's an emotional response 
that is there to protect us. So if we go, oh my God, I'm, I'm late for work. My boss is going to be really upset. Yep. The lizard there. brain is saying, danger, danger, danger. Wow. Danger. Then, You're going to be late. Also, can you feed me some flies? Then our, also, we're lost in space. Also, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you get Danger a heat lamp for your desk? Because <laughs> I really, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my. Sometimes I, I don't know where my lizard brain is because it blends in with the <laughs> its surroundings. Yeah, yeah uh, but that that's funny but true. It, it'll change colors on you, right? Wow. So whatever the whatever the Sneaky situation jerk. is, it's, it's gonna Sneaky be lizard. Good. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Stephen, what you were saying about uh, using your deep breathing, right, and counting. Yes. That, that's an excellent way to do that um, because it's going to uh, tell the lizard brain, I, I wouldn't be breathing like this if we were in danger, right? Wow. And, and you can say, I got this. I, with your thinking brain, I'm in charge of this, right? Man. I'm gonna put that lizard brain to bed. Just give him a belly rub, right? By, <laughs> by that breathing. Wow, that's good a point, yeah. That's amazing. My lizard brain says, you need sleep, but you're not gonna get it. Also, is that what lizards sound like? <laughs> no, it's a predator. <laughs> Yeah. Do it! <laughs> Come on! Come get me! <laughs> Come get me, lizard brain! <laughs> that's my. That's the cerebral cortex. Wait, is that why last night when you couldn't go to sleep, you rolled yourself in mud? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. No, that's me. I set up all those death traps for my lizard brain, <laughs> like what he does in Predator. Oh, oh yeah, you ride. Oh, I got the mud reference now. Yeah. I thought for some reason lizards rolled around in mud. No, no, uh, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say is uh, if lizards rolled around in mud, I was going to say uh, I, my tail fell off and it grew back. I was, gonna, I was trying to get to a tail thing. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you got there. <laughs> I've been waiting. Oh, man. Crap. I might have missed the no, that Might have been an opportunity. I like yours. All right. Uh, so we have to get into more. Yeah. Ma, or Dr. Deb. <laughs> This, uh, this is my favorite episode in a long time. This is uh, honestly really great. Thank you so much. We're going to. All right. So we you started something on Patreon. Yeah. And we a have a teaser. Get, we have to get into this story. Yes. So, Dr. Deb, we will. I, well, Dr. Deb, any last words about the sleep yeah, thing? Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, no, that's OK. I think I think things will probably come up again. Uh, with the lizard brain? Yeah. As, as we talk about anxiety, it's bound to happen. So, no. Okay. Keep, keep on going. Yeah. All right. The cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. So, last Sunday, or last weekend, I went up with Maddie to Rochester to visit her parents because her dad was retiring from FedEx or something. So, there was like a party, except there was only like five people. And the people were her sister, her mom, her dad. And her sister's new boyfriend, who I found out later, used to do stand-up. Right. And he's like, Mr. Jokes. He's like, Mr. Bad Jokes. <laughs> he's like, making all these bad jokes. 
he's like roasting me. I don't know him at all. I, you know, I've only visited the family a handful of times, so I can't be like, I'm going to, you know, burn you to the ground with words. Yeah, you don't know who's closer to who. Yeah, yeah. So I just go, ha, 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 yeah. These are horrible jokes, but <laughs> I'm just going to roll with it. So they have a plan where me, the sister, Maddie, and this guy are going on. He has a boat on Lake Ontario. Okay. Yeah. So on the way to the boat, I learn that the previous week, the sister and the man were on the boat. A hurricane happened, and the boat capsized. Oh, my God. Sending their phones to the bottom of Lake Ontario <laughs> and almost killing them. What? <laughs> I, I, I assume. I mean, Oh, my God. The boat capsized. Where did the phones go before them almost dying? <laughs> well, that's, that, you know, I... I as soon as I heard that, I put the phone in the car. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote my will on the iPhone notes and put it in the car. <laughs> to whom unlocked this device? <laughs> you may keep this device because I am uh, literally swimming with the lizards. <laughs> I'm sleeping. I'll finally get some sleep at least <laughs> with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we get on the boat uh, immediately on the drive there before i found out about the capsize i said when i was eight years old and my parents had like a boat timeshare where once a weekend or once a month or something we would have a boat that they paid into like a timeshare i guess like a bunch of families shared this boat yeah and the boat had like a kitchen and like these racks that folded down where you slept. It looked like Brian's tour bus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brian Regan's. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I thought you meant my other friend, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Turner. <laughs> Brian Wilson, the, be the beach boy. Uh, so, so I go in and I, I get in the boat and I'm like looking around for the the part where the tables and the, the hangout is. Yeah. It's not. There's none. The boat there's is just... There's no below deck. No. It's just a there's deck. A, just a deck. It looks just like a boat that a kid drove. Looks like a dock took away. Like, just started floating off. <laughs> yeah. Somebody put a sail on it. Yeah. Before. It looked like yeah, the, the boat that floats down the gutter at the beginning of It. <laughs> like, just yeah it's just like a, it's not a sturdy boat at all i'm like what is this every boat i look at i'm like i hope it has a living room like that's how spoiled i am <laughs> and i haven't even owned a boat i'm like any boat i'm on it's gonna have to have at least one sofa <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my standard of boats yeah i want to be like at home but on the water at the risk of death yeah, so, yeah. I just want uh, to be queasy on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch TV, but watch it slide one way and then slide another. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like such a dummy. I'm like looking for the entrance to the bottom. And I'm like, oh, I guess there's no entrance to the bottom. He's like, no, what? I'm like, well, my parents had one yeah. where they you'd go in the bottom. He's like, well, I... I'm, I grew up in poverty. I'm like, oh, oh well, here I'm, comes a joke. Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, poverty class. Yeah. Po poverty barn. That's where you got the boat. 
<laughs> you got the boat with a 20% off mail-in coupon. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so he's... Uh, so he does the ropes or whatever and the boat's sailing and I'm sitting there like he uh he sets up the sails with the ropes and everything after I guess he, there's ropes on the dock he yeah de- ties the boat to yeah the dock. He, he undoes those it floats he does more and he's telling me he's like can you he's throwing like sailor lingo of course he's like can you gibbery j- t- tie the jib and I'm and I I don't know what he's talking about. I go well. I like the cut of your jib, <laughs> jib jab. And he just makes a face. He just is like, Ugh. oh, oh, like, now you're him. Now I'm. I, the roles reversed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he got, he's the only one that makes corny jokes. All of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> the corn has sailed. He's like, hey, we're we're not on la- that. That's land talk. <laughs> yeah, we're on the sea where. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Serious. Serious. <laughs> oh, Mediterranean <man>. serious talk. <laughs> so I'm like, I told him, I'm like, uh, what? what? He's like, take that off of there. So I'm like, I'm doing this. The rope immediately burns my hands. <laughs> like flies up. My hands are still like, Charge! Not been doing well Dude, in this quarantine. Oh my! They getting beaten up. <laughs> I've been hurt more times than in my whole life. This past five months or whatever it's been. You haven't had the virus, but you still have had medical bills. <laughs> my insurance is skyrocketing by the day. So is the rope because you let go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Ugh! I'm pulling it. My hands are now rough. Yeah. I'm a sailor now. And now it looks like you worked a lot of days in your life. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> looks like I grew up in poverty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poverty hands. Uh, so. <laughs> so we, uh, we literally sail 10 feet. And he's like, all right, take the sails down. We're, uh, we're here. Or no, the sails are up. I, I can't remember. But he throws the anchor overboard. He's yeah. Like, we're here. I'm like, huh? I thought we were going to be sailing around. There's yeah. just a sandbar that he likes. So we get out of the boat. Oh, what did he order? <laughs> See, you would hate me on the boat. <laughs> I wish I had you. I mean, <laughs> we would just make jokes as the ship crashes into the, into the rocks. <laughs> yeah, the ship happens. Ship happens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh my god oh my god uh that's a callback on last week's episode we talked about that we talked about where that saying came from yeah um so we get out and i'm just like standing in mud now and i feel like clams on my feet and then, you know, he's like throwing a frisbee around and i'm we're just standing around throwing a frisbee <laughs> your feet are clammy they're clammy <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would shake your hands, but I got clams. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, have you been working out? You got muscles on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're ripped. Tied. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Man, you got to come out of their shell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, don't cut yourself. We're going to have to call a sturgeon. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. So we get back on the boat. Like, literally, we clop around in the mud, throw a Frisbee. I, I haven't thrown a Frisbee in 10 years. But yeah, so it immediately goes in the water. It immediately goes everywhere. Hits a bird, and, you know. It's a pelican. It's a, a pelican eats it. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> <laughs> spits it out and flies like a frisbee at us <laughs> no, he's playing the game uh, oh so. man he's got the frisbee shape uh, de- like outline on his neck <laughs> like the cartoons it just says like an imprint of whammo comes through his neck so uh, oh man so he's gonna get back on the boat the boat um Pulls into the, I guess we take down the sails. He turns the motor around. We, we pull it to the dock. And he's like, Andrew, uh, you know, tie it up with the the, the clopper and the, the God knows what. He's like saying the, the word for the thing on the dock. Like it's a metal thing that you have to. Oh, yeah. The hook. Something like, yeah. I don't know. It's a med sea term. I'm like, all right. So I, I get out of the boat. One, my, one foot's on the dock. One foot's on the ship or the boat. Yeah. That's a, a sh- I'm calling a, this a ship dinghy. It, whatever word is, it's uh to picture this. It's it's what Tom Hanks sailed away on at the end of Castaway. <laughs> Support a potty with a stick. So, uh, so I got one <laughs> foot on the dock, one foot on this thing, and the boat starts drifting away, and my oh. legs split <laughs> like I'm Elvis. And uh, I like get on one knee and I put my foot out because I'm the only one keeping this thing oh, to the ship afloat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Pressure cabin. Cabin pressure. Cabin pressure. I'm the cabin boy. So. <laughs> so. Oh man, the jib almost hurt your giblets. And they all they all start they all start laughing at me. Uh, and this, oh my god! Well, they uh, laugh at me later. I think they they they're like he says. He tell he tells his sister, "Get out! Help him! Tie that rope!" So she runs. She she jumps out, yeah. ties some other thing, and then pulls it in. And uh, yeah, my groin is saved, but saved by the groin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that worked. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, I almost got bivalved. <laughs> really. So like the. The whole time they're like, uh, well, so I'm like, oh, this is weird, and I, it's, I'm, mosquitoes are now swarming me. I'm sunburned. I almost got split in half. I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. And they they want to go to this shanty bar that's like on the on the water or whatever. And you're like, I, I shan't do it. <laughs> I'd like, but I shan't. <laughs> Wow. So that there's this the logo is a bird with a frisbee and it's <laughs> Whammo. Whammo. Uh Land Ho. Whammo. I don't know. So I'm not I'm not exaggerating. They bring up at dinner the fact that my they said I look like Spider Man. They bring that up like five times. So like oh, and you God. look like Spider Man. Ha ha ha. I'm like ha ha ha. 
getting increasingly angry. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, you have an ass cheek on two different chairs because <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling the waiter, you're, you're you spreading in half. Like, Can I have extra chairs, please, for my butt cheeks? Yeah. You're built like a permanent jumping jack. Yeah. <laughs> I look like a clam. <laughs> I look like a starfish. <laughs> uh, so it, it, it just makes me mad so much. But again, I, I don't say anything. I can't even think of a comeback. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. And then like around the, the fourth time, I'm like getting a little annoyed. Yeah. I tell Maddie about that. And uh, she's like, oh, that's, that's their sense of humor. They bring up things like that all the time. So we have a, the, a barbecue the next day with the sister. And I'm like thinking all night of a comeback for this like, like in, Costanza like Costanza where I'm like what could I say if they bring this up again which I know they will jerk store <laughs> I, uh, I slept with your wife <laughs> is that what he says next his wife is in a coma <laughs> that's what they say because that was Kramer's a comeback yeah. and uh <laughs> uh so, like clockwork, we sit down at the barbecue. The sister goes, Dad, you'll never believe what happened yesterday. Andrew was on the dock, and the boat was floating away, and he looked like Spider-Man. And I go, hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> I already like where this is going. I go, yeah, isn't it funny? Uh, I had no boating experience, <laughs> and you left me on the dock. And she said, well, you said you had boating experience. When I was eight, <laughs> like the veins are coming out of my neck. <laughs> They're shooting out of your wrists like Spider Man. <laughs> swinging, swinging another conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, my Spidey sense is thinking that you're gonna bring this up twelve more times. <laughs> uh, and then the, the when I say that, the dad is like. Yeah, what do you what do you expect? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. And then I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> then I get the dead. domino effect of the mom. I don't know if she actually was listening, but I got the dad at least. So uh it felt pretty good. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. This, this story really is twisting and turning, and I don't think it has to do anything with anxiety, except for the fact that I was terrified the whole time. And I did bring that up. I was like, uh well, it wasn't as silly as when the boat flipped over last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, like, I think, I think, uh, it, it, I thought anxiety also includes irritability. And oh, you're definitely. Yeah, it was very irritable. <laughs> very irritable. So let's check in with uh, oh, d- yeah, the was- doctor, the good Dr. Deb. What do you, uh, how do you feel about this? <laughs> uh, that was really funny uh yeah uh i think anxiety is connected to shame oh yeah when people people shame you uh then um you know you get all worried about because one of the things anxiety persons with anxiety worry about is what do other people think of me yes right what what are people thinking and you always want to put your best foot forward and then when people judge you or shame you. Your best foot was on the boat. (laughs) Yeah. My best whole half of my body forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
shame gets disguised as anger, right? And uh, makes us feel a little more powerful when we get back, back at people. My gosh, this is incredibly wow. deep and this profound. Is wonderful. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you nailed it. I gotta say, uh, what about, is, the, is there anything with pettiness assigned to anxiety? Like the fact that I, or is that just the shame, overcoming the shame to have a comeback or whatever? Yeah, yeah, you just, uh, you wanna, you kind of project how hurt you are. You become a little hurtful to other people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bring them to his level or like of, of hurt? Yeah, it's just kind of a giving other people an example of what it feels like, right? Wow. Oh, yeah. The old medicine taste. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is great. Holy yeah. hell. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, that's pretty good, doctor. <laughs> okay, good. Wow, man, I thought I really, I thought, as I'm telling the story, I'm like, wait, this doesn't have anything to do with anxiety. Well, the whole time you're, <laughs> the whole time you're telling it, you sounded stressed. I was. <laughs> I was extremely stressed you the whole time. like you were re-experiencing it. I know, it's supposed to be relaxing to go on a boat. You see <laughs> pictures of supermodels and on the yachts, tanning, and like a, in Batman Returns, where he's like, Alfred, are you going to think you can take care of the boat? And oh, he's yeah. like, I think I'll manage. Yeah, and there's like 12 women and the boat's gigantic. <laughs> and he's putting lotion on the back of a model. Yeah. I think I'll manage, Mr. Wayne. Actually, yeah. I think he complains about doing he it. He does complain about it. <laughs> if you can tell me the Russian for apply your own damn bloody suntan lotion. Oh, yeah. So he probably has anxiety then. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even be happy. in a Cut to Alfred half foot on the dock. <laughs> Then there's a crossover with Marvel. Spider-Man comes. He shoots, yeah, well, he shoots you, the shit back also, on the dock. You were also thrown into a social situation, right? So whenever we're in different people, we have this performance anxiety, mm, you know, about yes. performing with different people. It becomes really important that they like us, especially if it's, you know, the family of our girlfriends or boyfriends yeah, yeah right. it becomes really important wow and then you you when pe people with anxiety when they face with new situations uh what you had you pulled up a memory of uh, a previous experience like sailing right so you had that so you go oh this isn't so bad. I know what this is going to be like. And then you get there and it's totally different. The boat's different. Yeah. The boat is small. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not, it is not what you expected. Because, yeah. So that throws off all, all the balance of the situation. So even though you might not have, you felt fear, but you also did feel anxiety about this whole new situation. Yes. And then the first, person is telling you uh things that you're not familiar with so, <laughs> yeah, another, he's uh, a little bit talking klingon <laughs> yeah oh, oh, oh. wow he's, he speaks lizard brain <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a yeah, better so callback <laughs> but it just it just feels all it's out of control right just out yeah. of control right i feel bad so. for that boyfriend because he's got a little dingy <laughs> it's little dingy energy yeah well he was also trying to impress uh, yes i think yes. it was the, the two worlds yeah. and yeah, that whole 
whole language thing and bossing you around. He was definitely yeah. the alpha male in the situation. Yes, that's what that's what Maddie said. He was being alpha, and I, I was just like, I think he's being a jerk. But well, that's I guess he was male. being alpha. An alpha male's kind of jerky. So yeah, it, no it, alpha male is polite. Yeah. It, Excuse it me, his, sir. I'm an alpha. Would you please <laughs> obey me. Yeah, it was his intention to uh, minimize you so he could be the big man on campus. Oh, my God, Mama, or Doctor. <laughs> my heart is racing with anger. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's where the anger came from because he was just setting you up. Um, I was. Wow. He was set. He's king of the ocean or yeah. king of the world, like in yeah. Titanic. I'm in his yeah. lizard rock. And I'm just a... It's I'm in a turtle in a snake world. <laughs> yeah, I think you referenced four different movies. <laughs> yeah, he, it wasn't a plan of his. It was just, uh, it's not like he intentionally set it up that way. Mm-hmm. It was just his defenses, you know, in front of his girlfriend and his girlfriend's family. Wow. He, and yes. y- you were seen as big competition, so... Oh my God, that is, is like in the documentary. The story you thought had nothing is a gold mine. Oh my God. <laughs> doctor. Good. <laughs> Damn it, and, Doc. Uh, Great Scott. <laughs> I, I just want to say one thing before you move on, and that is that the lizard brain is called the amygdala. So yes. if, you, if you point at your eye, point uh-huh. at the pupil of your eye, on the same side, point at your ear, where it, those two lines would intersect in the brain. That's where your amygdala is. Yeah, and I heard, uh, you know, in evolution, you know, we all came from lesser beings, and then that was there, and then the the smarter brain just built around that. That's right. The cortex. Wow. Well, the cortex. Yeah. So, it came first, and then it's like a, you know, like like a how the grandfather is a little more backwards than the grandson. Right. That's true. That's true. Because that's how babies develop. They they develop with that uh, amygdala and then that thinking cortex develops around us. So So as you grow, you get smarter and smarter and you can think, think, problem solve and all that. So when they say... If you get dementia, it it goes backwards, right? So Mm. the thinking brain... Into another dementia. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you get from demented. another dementia i'm from dementia x <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you get demented so that thinking part of your brain the cortex uh starts to uh become in, impaired and less and less and less so when they say so which so, so, came so, from- some, sometimes older people with dementia they they get uh, they have behavioral problems, right? Because they misperceive things and they all act out behaviorally. Man. That's wow. crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I did notice that he wanted to put up the sales and, and everyone else was like, no, it's okay. But he was like, I want to put him up. I, he was alpha in the whole boat. And he has dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was trying to make an impression, yeah. Yeah, he did on uh, <laughs> well, on Andrew's the, hips. Yeah, and what, what, what about the impression the week before when he flipped it around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of impressions in the the hull of the boat. Yeah, there's an iPhone shaped impression in the bottom in of the, the sand. <laughs> in the sand. 
man. Well, we, we have to get into the topics. Yes. Dr. Deb, can we hang on to you for another 10 minutes? Dr. Deb? Yeah, I'm here. That's okay. Fine. So we got, we, we picked, uh, we, we put out on our Twitter and Instagram to our listeners, what has been making you anxious this week? We got a couple of replies. We're going to get into uh, the first three that we got. The first one is, I don't know if they want to say the name. No, it's just a uh, read it's, them. It's a DM. Okay. The first one says, what's making me anxious this week? Residents leaving skilled nursing facilities on a Friday with less than a 12-hour notice, they are leaving for two reasons. One, I have to set up to get home health set up, dot, dot, dot. I've got six home healths so far, laughy face. Two, it is also not advised for residents to leave on Friday, especially without notice, because when they discover what they need over the weekend and can't get help, here's hoping the resident will be okay. Uh, okay, I don't really understand this one. Doctor, what do you think? Well, uh, it sounds like it might be a nurse or administrator, and it sounds like a really caring person. And uh, if a resident is in a skilled care facility, they need some sort of rehabilitation. Maybe they had knee surgery or hip surgery, something like that. Um, That's what so I need after the boat. <laughs> yeah, right. So they need a lot of equipment when they go home, and you can't find equipment. But of course, they want to be home for the weekend because we tend to think of weekends as, you know, fun times with our family, and they don't want to miss a weekend. So uh, where the the person that your your um, your fan that wrote in um, wants everything to be set up to protect that person that person just wants to go home so it causes anxiety because the caregiver the person that wrote the message uh, wants that person to be care cared about and happy uh, but yet it just is a lot of work to do and people don't understand that wow so it's kind of a conflict of interest wow that's uh that's pretty good. Anything, any advice how they can handle that? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I, I think to just, uh, you know, be collaborative about this is what's going to happen. Maybe get a family member and say, well, do the what ifs. Uh, what, what if you're going to need this at home and it's not available? How will you manage? Um, um, how, you know, what would be the, um, what would be your concerns about waiting to Monday? Um, what are your concerns about that? And, and um, there is a fee for these services. So it could be the money situation. So helping them look into, is it going to cost extra to wait or, or not? Oh. oh, my God. You're an expert on everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. That's that's helpful. That's better than what we would have done. Yeah, I, mean, there, <laughs> I would have. At first, I thought they were talking about like residents in a in a hospital, like you know, like pre doctors. Yeah, right. and when they yeah. when they said home health, I was like, well, you could like do jumping jacks, or you can uh, do plank. I thought there was uh, like a home workout. Oh, I thought they were like. 
talking about the siding on the side of their house. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Use, home health. I would use WD forty on the joints of the door. Yeah, you should use, change the tar on the shingles. <laughs> uh, well, this is already better. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. We'll go on to the the next one. Uh, this is from uh, Ronnie. Uh, my dad is the biggest worry wart. Now that he's older, 83, so when I take him to his doctor's visits, he has to go over everything that makes him worry, and it makes me have anxiety. Then he had a dizzy spell yesterday, and I almost had a panic attack. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, what, what do you think, Dr. Deb? <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we really have nothing for these, but... Well, I, I feel weird chiming in when we have an expert. Well, that's right here. the thing. I feel like it's easier to make the jokes after they got what they really need. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do that for the. Format. We just did it. We just, okay. Well, I think you guys give good advice. So. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. So I, I think what Ronnie might do is to, you know, just have her talked with her dad before she takes him to the doctor and said what, what's the most important thing to to cover today right yeah and then you know maybe um prioritize those worries to to try to look at what what might be underneath those worries um and then for her that dizzy spell uh the good news is uh Good to for her for going to the appointments with him. Yeah, um, true. That's a, and uh, uh, make sure daughter. she, with her father's permission, um, can also talk to the healthcare provider to see what's going on and what the the medications are. A lot of medications can make uh, an older person dizzy, uh, especially mm. when they stand up suddenly. So. She could also, she also needs to be informed. Um, yeah. So just finding out about his treatment and everything. Wow. wow. That, uh, that reminded me of a movie I saw last night. I forget what it's called, but it's about this girl, Aquafina. She's like an actress. Yeah. Her grandmother. Oh, has, I know. Has yeah. cancer in China. Yeah. And she flies oh, in. Oh, yeah. That was and they don't, they don't tell the grandma that she has cancer. And uh, the fa American family's like, in America, this is illegal. And they're like, this is what we do. It's, and the doctor says, this is what I did to both my grandmother. Wow. What do you think about that, Mom? Or Dr. Deb? You're giving the listeners a... a dizzy spell, trying to figure out who, who, who she is. <laughs> what do you think about that, Mommy? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was a great movie, wasn't it? And you saw it too? Oh, yeah. It was fabulous. And... Um, it was really based on a true story, uh, but uh, that's how we used to do things, not tell people. That's why I said Ronnie needs to ask permission from her father uh, to talk to the doctor because it should be, no matter how old you are, you should be in charge, you know, uh, the decision maker of who knows what. And, um, but. Uh, that's cool. The, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the. Uh, Oh, I was going to say, if he has all those worries, um, she might talk to him and have the doctor screen him for depression because he, he might be depressed. And uh, mm. I don't know if he's, you know, recently widowed or what her mother's situation is. But I would definitely screen an older adult who has a lot of worries, uh, screen them for depression. Wow. Wow. Well, that's good to know for all the listeners who have 
grandparents and older parents. Yeah. Well, also, uh, I mean, if I want to make my grandparents happy, I show them that, that there's more than one TV channel. <laughs> I show my grandfather the iPhone that I can zoom in on his house from Apple Maps. <laughs> he like freaks. <laughs> <laughs> he's blown away. That is, he's like, he's giving me addresses. Yeah. Check out this address. He's like, <laughs> he's like trying to outsmart Google Maps. I, like, I bet they don't have this. Like, Here it is. <laughs> Grandpa, you mean the White House? <laughs> yeah, this is my, my Rushmore is here. Wow. Uh, and that final one uh, from Bo- Boogie Blue Bexer. Boogie Blue Bexer is a new listener. She tweeted yeah. at us Friday, said that she binged all the episodes, which is a lot. My <laughs> and, goodness, uh, that's a lot of our voice. <laughs> Well, now we have a different voice. Yeah, hey, that's perfect. Uh, Experience anxiety about if I should unfollow celebrities that cause me anxiety about politics. Uh, I just signed a lease and cannot afford to move to Canada. I am purposely leaving her uh, politics out of this so we can just tackle the topic. Yeah, so how does it feel? I guess her feeling is... She doesn't like when celebrities that she follows are political and she wants to unfollow them. Right. I'm assuming it's celebrities she loves but have opposite, opposing political views than her. Yeah. My thought is you got to separate the, the opinion from the artist. And if you can't do that, just unfollow them anyway. Like, what? Yeah. I so mean, you, if, if there's plenty nasty, of people who tweet funny things or right. interesting things. Yeah. Like, if, if it's a celebrity that's known for being on a soapbox, probably don't follow their social media yeah i've noticed it's getting worse at that you know yeah everyone's stressed out right now because of the obvious reasons and uh there's not many places to have a voice so they might be even louder on social media right now and some of them take stance that i feel like most people should agree with they're like everyone keep your social distance i can't believe that you don't I'm like, well, I think most people agree with that. And the people who don't aren't going to listen to you anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that being said, it is good to to see opposing things sometimes so you can break out of your own thought bubble. Yeah. But if it's true. nasty and makes you anxious and, and uh, upset, then definitely it's kind of like you with the phone at night. It's not helping you. No, it is. The leech of the soul. <laughs> Damn uh, you, Tim Cook. Da, uh, <laughs> Dr. Dev, what do you think? I think you guys handled that well. I, you know, that's oh, perfect. All right, yeah. we got one. Hey, she, two to three, two to one. <laughs> hey, you have any thoughts? Uh, no, I, I, I think, you know, she has uh, to do that uh, pros and cons. Uh, uh, for why I, I want to follow and why I don't want to follow. And uh, the pros should always outweigh the cons, right? Yeah. They, uh, I think that was I mean, uh, what, the movie The Longest, for, the, the longest know, Yard. It's what you do for when the, pleasure. When the, so when the prisoners play the, the pros and cons. They play the, yeah. they play the, the prisoners play <laughs> the professional athletes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, am I just realizing that? Is that, is that what the, con- the pitch was? I don't know, but it, it's so it's right there in front of you. Pros and cons. Yeah. You know what I also realized from the other story? Aquafina. Does she have to pay royalties to the, to the water company? It's like if I named 
Can you just get? Can you just name yourself Schweppes and not have to pay anything? I gotta be honest. This uh, this drink swept me off my feet. <laughs> okay. Uh. Schweppes. Okay, that's. Uh, I had to say that out loud because I was thinking about it. The Aquafina thing. That's something I probably can Google. But, we don't need. Uh, but, we're wasting the expert yes, with the final, Aquafina. Final thing. thoughts on the celebrity thing? Uh, no, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Oh, great. If you, wow. If you, if you do it for pleasure, it should be pleasurable. Wow. That's, I mean, sim- simple way to put it. That's br- took us 12 sentences. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. Doctor. <laughs> Mom, doctor. Mom, doctor. <laughs> Dr. Mom. Coming uh, <laughs> this summer, Dr. Doctor Mom. Mom. <laughs> She's a doctor and... Wants to doctor the house, uh, doctor some discipline into the kids. Uh, so, okay. So I guess it's gonna. That's the. We're gonna wrap it up, doctor. Do you? I know you have a Instagram where you have drawings. Do you want to promote that at all, or do you want to stay anonymous? Oh no, I don't need to promote that. <laughs> thank you, though. Okay. Well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, uh, I oh. do. Um, for those. Uh, warriors out there or families of uh, our service uh, men and women I do I, they could go to give an hour www.giveanhour.org for uh, therapists uh, to help them give oh, an hour wow. also offers uh, free services for those who have been victims of violence oh. uh, as well and uh, for school-age uh, persons, those who are struggling uh, with learning issues. So um, it's Man. a great service. Wow, that was really a generous plug. Yeah, it thank was you. Very, <laughs> thank uh, you for all that you do, uh, That was the Dad. most selfless, oh selfless plug of <laughs> anything we've ever <laughs> Yeah, we were just about to say, hey, can you go online and like our jokes? Yeah. <laughs> can you see our pictures that, that we post? Too. No, that's so great. Uh, please, everybody... Uh, if you know anyone that is in need of those services, uh, share those links with them. And, and we'll put them on our something. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that we can... We'll put it on our link tree that I just set up. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Uh, well, thank you, Dr. Deb. I hope we can have you, you on again. This was a lot of fun. Thanks. And uh, keep up what you're doing. I think it's great. And oh, I, oh I, awesome. Wow. I, I think it's wonderful to uh, visit anxiety through a comedy lens yes man what a that was the bow on the episode yeah (laughs) we gotta end it now because that was beautiful all right (laughs) thank you doctor go back to living your i bang pots and pans in your honor yeah stay safe poverty Uh, pots and poverty (laughs) thanks for listening everybody stay tuned for the outro stay tuned for the outro Trembling. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die? Yeah. Uh, I'm